0: Fight fans, welcome to another edition of Combat Planet. I'm Sergio Martinez, and as always, I'm joined by Mr. Mike Michael. Mike, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? And how are all our listeners? I hope that everyone's okay. Everybody's doing well, Mike. You know, we're weathering this pandemic, and when I say weathering, you know, know, I'm in South Texas. It is January 24th, and it's about... 65 degrees outside it's humid as hell so that's that's how i'm doing that's 65 degrees well, Fahrenheit. I, wish you, I,
1: I wish i wish you the best of luck with that one you know good luck you're gonna need it buddy yeah love.
0: definitely i've been needing luck for a long time mike so um how about you <laughs> how's it at how is it in the cypress islands everything all right
1: everything's great man everything's cool you know beautiful weather beautiful uh beautiful blue skies beautiful sea okay uh everyone's in lockdown there's everybody else's okay but you know apart from that it's better to be locked down here than what it is in the, uh, elsewhere you know let's put it that way you know
0: yeah no i agree with you mike so uh, as long as people are staying healthy and doing you know uh we're we're eventually going to get out of this it's going to be a while but we'll get there anyway mike yeah I,
1: I, yeah i just i just want to tell everybody it's not the virus it's the general public you just need to you need to abide by the rules the instruction, okay, and all the th- all the conspiracy theories and whatever else everybody's putting together is not stopping the fact that people are dying and people are getting contaminated and just got you just have to follow the rules, and that's it's as simple as that, you know.
0: Yeah, or or a shorter way to say it: don't be an asshole. <laughs> anyway, just put on the mask. Well, I was trying to I was trying to be I was trying to be polite, <laughs> trying to be polite. You know, Mike, you're, you are very refined. I am not. So we'll, take, we'll go from there. All right. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, let's move in here into some boxing talk, you know. Um, so real quick, Mike, going to touch on a couple of, well, actually, the main fight from last night on Showtime. Um, Angelo Leo was trying to defend his 122-pound title, one of the many, you know, titles that are out there. He lost a clear decision to Stephen Fulton. Mike, Fulton is a Philly product skilled fighter. Leo, a very, very uh, tough pressure fighter. It was an excellent fight, Mike. Excellent, excellent fight. Uh, but as expected, Fulton clearly outboxed Leo. We'll see where they go. 122 pounds, an exciting division. Um, so just wanted to bring that up. It was a, a very good fight card overall. And that main event, Mike, was, was absolutely great. If you haven't gotten a chance to see it, I recommend you you take a look at it because it was, it was nothing but excitement. So...
1: Well, I I saw some highlights, I saw some highlights, but um, I I will watch the fight, but I saw some highlights, Uh, it it looked pretty good, and it was, uh, I think it's worth watching.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, Mike. It, it really is. Uh, Leo is what he is. He he's a pressure fighter, Mike. You know, he's a come forward guy. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and yeah. it was great. Both guys had their moments. Um. But Leo was clearly outboxed. It, it is what it. They're two young fighters. They were both undefeated. It's good to see that happening in boxing again. Hopefully, we can get more of that. Yeah. So. The
1: the the, uh, the the loser will come back. I mean, you know, it's, it's, let's let's start taking this undefeated thing off the table because. It's exactly. not as prestigious as what as what it used to be, you know what I mean. So, one or two losses is not the end of the world, you know. So I think the kid will come back, you
0: know. Hey, Mike, I always point to guys like Saul Mambi, guys like uh, Jose Luis Castillo. Those guys had multiple yeah, losses yeah, before yeah. they became champions, you know. So there's we there you boxing, go. There you go. yeah. Boxing's got to get back to where. It is. I mean, you lose. If you fight top guys, you're going to lose. You know, that, that happens. So Well, um, well,
1: well, well Bernard, Bernard
0: Hopkins lost his pro debut. How about yeah, that? that? Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. So anyway, Mike, moving on here. Um, real quick, I'm going to touch on this fight before we get into the meat of what we're going to talk about. So this coming Saturday, we got the Battle of the Calebs. So Caleb Plant is defending his title, his version of the title against Caleb Truex, Mike. This could have been a good fight two, three years ago. Truex now well past his prime. Plant's undefeated. He's got fast hands. I, I don't see this being much of a contest unless, you know, Truex finds the fountain of youth. Not that Truex was ever a great fighter, but he's a, he was a solid contender at one point, Mike, a, a hard guy. So a, any any thoughts on this fight? Um, I think Plant should
1: handle business and move on to bigger and better things. Um, Truex is you know he's uh his biggest claim to fame was beating a shot um um uh what, uh, what, what was the champion's name now uh uh so tip of my tongue who did who did he win to fight the uh the, to win
0: the title um oh my god uh did the, the the english guy Serge. it's gonna it's gonna kill me now because i can't remember the guy's name uh, either. <laughs> oh my word um oh my word um the the the, the guy the guy boxed george george groves he's but he
1: uh he boxed um oh my word, what's his name uh, what's his name now uh, uh de gale de gale yeah, yeah, yeah de so, Gale. So that's he, right yeah so yeah, yeah, so he beat the gale, which you know the gale was by far a shot fighter uh it was uh, he, well i it was never my favorite fighter of the gale anyway okay james 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 boxed in a specific way that Never excited me ever. Okay, and uh, I think he was too much of a safety first guy. Uh, never took too many risks, and then he just took he just took some horrific beatings, you know, in his last I would say ten fights or eight fights, let's say, right. And the the wear and tear really showed, and and Truex just showed up, uh, you know, yeah. and out hustled him. And I I think that Truex's biggest biggest win. Okay, was destroying George, uh, Donovan George in five rounds. Okay.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: I, I remember I, that I, fight. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that. I think that was his most creditable win because um, he was just a, he's in reality is is a, a step just above Donovan Donovan George really who caught you know James De at the right time and beat him and you know won the title then lost it lost it in his next fight. Okay, so I mean. Um, I don't think he's gonna pose any problems to um to uh plant. I think plant may even stop him to tell you the truth, Serge. Uh, I'd don't be yeah. surprised if there's a stoppage in that fight. I'm not gonna say what round what round because I'm not really a great lover of Caleb plant, plant either, okay? So yeah. um Um I, I just think I just think his uh Truex cannot beat Plant. I think nope. that plant may may possibly Stop him if he shows up and wants to end this fight, you know, get, get this guy out of the way, you know, because, you know, Tru- Caleb Truex is to Caleb Truex. He is what he is. I, I, yeah. I just described him, you know, he's a notch above Donovan George, so what does that tell you? You know what I mean? You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and he's 37 years old, Mike, so he's well, well past his prime. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll yeah, see. Yeah, he's done. He's, yeah, yeah. We'll, see. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But moving on here, Mike, real quick, uh, two things that I would like to get into. The first one is. Uh, Canelo, the face, the current face of boxing, you know, Saul Canelo Alvarez has inked a two-fight deal with Matchroom, Eddie Hearn and Matchroom. So, obviously, he's going to be on the DAZN platform for his next two fights. He's got a fight coming up in February. And then he's going to fight again, supposedly, in May. February, it's a mandatory, you know, no big deal. But in May, the name that's been thrown around is Billy Joe Saunders, which would make sense because he's part of the stable Um, so, um, after that, Mike, he wants to fight again in September. Now that third fight is still an option. Obviously the Golovkin fight is out there, but first and foremost, there's been a lot of complaining by quote unquote boxing fans that he's fighting his mandatory. It's not a real fight. Um, it's a stay busy fight. You know, it's a waste of time. My thing is you have the biggest boxer, in the world right now, outside of the heavies, right? Outside of, of the heavyweights. And realistically, Canelo's probably a bigger boxing star across the world than they are, you know? Um, so, uh, but you have the, the face of boxing right now that is saying he's going to fight at least three times a year. I mean, this was commonplace in the 70s, 70s, 80s, where champions had stay-busy fights, mandatories, and so they fought two, three big fights during the year, and then they fought another one or two as stay-busy fights. Mike, I don't see a problem with this. What's your take on Canelo, you know, making uh, a defense, uh, uh, I guess, if you will, like a stay-busy defense, and then moving on to to like a Billy Joe Saunders?
1: Well, uh, you know, you could call it a stay-busy defense, Okay, um, if Canelo shows up in optimum shape, which he which he has to, okay, but no fight is a is a stay busy fight, okay. I mean, uh, you, you don't know uh, Canelo could go out, they could get clocked and get knocked out in one or two rounds, or get knocked out in the tenth round, or or, or any other round, come to that, okay, right. But um, I think that he's earned the right, okay, to have a fight like the one he's having, okay, because He's done everything that everybody's asked him to do, okay? You know, he's gone up in weight. Don't forget, this guy started as a welterweight and has gone up as high as light heavyweight, okay? They only used to do those things back in, you know, the 20s, 30s and 40s, didn't they, Sergio, you know? So, at the end of the day, um, you know, I think everybody should cut the guy some slack, okay? If that's his mandatory, he hasn't gone out and picked somebody... At the top, the weakest guy in the top 15, and said, "You know, here, let me uh, let me give you uh, a life-changing fight so you can make a few bucks." It's his mandatory, so he he's fighting. He's mandatory. Then he's coming back to fight Billy Joe Saunders in a unification match. Okay, then he's coming back to fight possibly Golovkin. You know, towards the end of the year. I don't see anybody else that's doing something like that, do you, Sergio? I don't see anybody in boxing right. that's doing that. Okay.
0: Well, Mike, so, and isn't it? Isn't it a good thing that we have boxing's biggest? I think it's great. That, yeah, that wants to be active. like I think it's. I think it's great. I think it's. I think it's a breath of fresh air.
1: I think it will do the fight game uh, fa- fa- fabulous uh, um, um, uh, cont- continuity and credibility. Okay, that the you know the pound for pound best fighter in the world is willing to keep on fighting, and 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 in addition to that, he also wants to go globally. So he doesn't just want to st- stick to North America. Okay, he wants to go as far as Japan. You know, and um, I, and I, I for one, okay, I'm very excited about what he wants to do, and I take my hat off to him. That a man with his financial uh, status. And basically, let's face it, Sergio, he can do what he wants in boxing. He, he doesn't have to answer to anybody, okay, that wants to do that, okay, right? I think it's credit. It's a credit to him as a person, credit to him as a fighter, and it's it's a credit to the sport of boxing, okay? So I am 1 billion percent behind uh, uh, Canelo to continue to do that, and I think that he's... I think he'll do it the following year as well. I think that yeah. why wouldn't he do it? Look at look 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 at Ali. Ali was fighting once a month. Sergio going all over the globe. I mean, he even he even went as far as Kuala Lumpur to fight. Okay, you know, <laughs> you know. So so I mean so I mean you know you know why not? I mean why not? I mean if 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 you want to be the 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 man that's going to be remembered for his feats in the sport that he loved and dedicated himself okay it uh, for Canelo it's just, it's not just about money for him anymore is it it's about uh leaving a legacy that is going to be undeniable and and he's going to be up there with the greats all-time greats in the fight game that's that's what I think he's striving for now, okay? And I think he's yep. going to get it. I really do, yeah. you know? I
0: think he's going to no. get it, you know? Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. Like his last five opponents have been Golovkin twice and that was a prime Golovkin. Yeah. Ro- Rocky Fielding, well, yeah. not a great, not a great fighter, but not terrible. Daniel Jacobs good, very solid fighter. Sergey Kovalev yeah, yeah. and then yeah. Callum Smith, Mike. I mean, what do they want? You know, the guy yeah. has fought well, well, nothing we, but top-tier well, we, guys. We,
1: we, we, well, even Rocky Fielding, okay, right, is a handful. It's just yeah. that he came up against against, you know, a superstar fighter. Okay, it's not that Rocky Fielding was a he's a bad fighter. It's just Saul average, is so much better. Okay, that's really yeah. it, Sergio. And and yeah. you're gonna see that you're gonna see that against the 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 mandatory that he's got the Turkish kid. Okay, right. Turkish yeah. kid comes to fight. Okay? Turkey actually yeah. really comes to fight, right? Yodin, yeah. okay. Yeah, so Yodin. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. He, he's going he's gonna stand toe to toe with uh, with Canelo. Now you, you, you know how how versatile Canelo is. He'll probably he may uh, put him uh, put him on the end of his jab. You know, counter punch him. You know what Renault going to do to fight Brand, and probably he will end up doing uh, doing to him what Eubank did to him. Okay, but but. Uh, before Eubank knocked Yielding out, Sergio, okay, Yielding was 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 live in that fight. He was really going going to you know yeah. trying to trying to get get uh, Eubank out of there. Now yeah, now what, what what are we talking about? Um, we're talking about Eubank compared to Canelo, okay? Um, all right, it's two different fighters, okay. I'm not going to say anything bad about Chris Eubank because I actually I actually quite like Chris Eubank Jr. I think he's very entertaining. And I think he he always comes to fight, and he doesn't disappoint, does he? You know, I mean, he's uh, yeah, that's act- true. He's an action he's, a, he's an action fighter, okay. Um, but you know, he's gonna cut if he should at some stage box, um, um, Canelo, okay. That would be a very interesting fight as well to see, you know, how how Canelo would handle You yeah. Junior. Um, but you know, I, like I said, Sergio, like I said, yielding. Is gonna to come to fight. Now we all know that he's not in the league of Canelo, but nonetheless, having said that, okay, he will come to fight, okay. And don't forget, okay, the build-up to that fight, okay, with, with his manager, Armadona. That's going to be something to be revelled. Yeah, assertion. no, no, that's, I agree. That crazy
0: guy, man, that crazy guy, man. That's a crazy, Check this crazy out. Guy. Check this out, Mike. From 2012 to the present, I'm going to read off all the fighters Canelo has fought. So, Josecito Lopez, Austin Trout, Floyd Mayweather Jr., Alfredo Angulo, Erislandi Lara, James Kirkland, Miguel Cotto, Amir Khan, Liam Smith. I'm skipping over Cesar Chavez Jr. because who gives a crap about that guy? And then, like I said, Golovkin. Yeah, Golovkin twice fielding. I mean... Jesus Christ! This guy has fought everyone. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, give the, cut the guy some slack, for God's sake. You know, I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, I mean, these boxing, these boxing critics are just too much sometimes. It's just too much. They just they've got nothing better to do uh, apart from scrutinize uh, a legend because that's what Canelo is—a legend. Okay, right? Okay, and give the guy his due. Leave him alone. Let he you know He's yeah. giving you. He's giving you value for money. He's giving. He's bringing in ferocious pay-per-view numbers. Uh, when there's live gates, he's selling. You know, twenty, thirty thousand seats, and if you put him in a hundred thousand seat arena, he'll sell that out as well. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. Yeah. so Yeah. Give the man a break, for God's yeah. sake. I mean, yeah. I just get. I just get really really
0: fired up when I hear this nonsense, Sergio. It's absolute nonsense. Leave the guy alone. And here. like so, and like you said, Mike Yale on paper people think he's a pushover, but it might not be that easy of a fight either. So we'll see how that works out. Mike Yeah, yeah, now, yeah,
1: but yeah, yeah, yeah but but I'm uh, sorry, just the last minute. But that's not the that's not the point, is it? The point is yeah. is Canelo is fighting, he's mandatory, okay? Yeah. So this is what everybody needs to understand, okay, right? He did not go and pick him out of a hat, okay, right? It's his, he's the number one contender who happens to be the mandatory. End of story. So he's taking his mandatory and he's going to give people uh, another event for them to see the legend of Canelo, okay? I mean, let's enjoy this guy while he's still around. I mean? Because another few years, he's not going to be around anymore, is he, Sir? You know what I mean? Let's yep. let's get as much as as much as we can from this guy. You know that that's my yeah. feeling. You know, let, you know, you know, that, that that's really it, man. You know, I mean, leave him alone. Leave the guy alone. You
0: know? No, I agree, Mike. Now let's let's uh, let's move on here, Mike, to some other news also. Um, so the WBO has officially cleared the way. Um, in order to make the big unification uh, undisputed heavyweight title match uh, long-awaited between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury, Mike, um, they have agreed that what's going to happen is, so Usyk and Joyce are going to fight for um, the an interim, right? And with the guarantee of that winner will face Joshua Tyson – after their bout that's going to come up here, Mike, this is the biggest boxing match that could be made at this point. Mike, in my opinion, I'm talking about between, uh, Fury and Joshua. Um, it's certainly in my, and, and you can speak better than me on this. To me, it's the biggest British boxing match in history. Probably. Um, the, the issue is where do you host it? Because you know, um, it's you all are in lockdown right now and how long before this fight actually takes place? Because again, I would think that you want to, you can sell out 90. Am I wrong? Mike, to say 90, a hundred thousand Brits would, would like they would, that, that thing would sell out immediately. Right. Am I wrong on that?
1: No, you're absolutely correct. If, if there was even a 200,000 seat arena, that would sell out in the UK. No doubt. About okay, it. Mike. okay. Um, the, so the break, it though, sir. Yeah, that, yeah, break it down. Yeah, that break it down.
0: It. I was going to tell you from a promoter's perspective because you have experience as a promoter. Break it down. How do you make this fight? Where do you make this fight? What kind of money are we talking about that it's going to take to put this fight together?
1: Well, you have to look at the current status of the UK, which as you're aware is not very good, okay? And it's getting worse and worse on a daily basis and until um you know, the uh, the vaccinations and so forth are executed and practically every single person in the UK has, has that vaccine, okay, um, then things are not going to start looking up. Now, having said that every person needs to get the vaccine doesn't mean that the vaccine is actually going to stop Everybody from uh, you know, of, you know, being able to tr- uh, uh, have uh, COVID transmitted to them, okay. But it, it, but it will kind of like slow it down. So um, at the moment, Sergio, the country's you know in not very good shape. So uh, in my opinion, to stage a blockbuster fight like that, okay, in the UK, it, you you couldn't really do it. You, you just couldn't, okay, right, because. You know you you do the you do the pay per view numbers, but you won't do the live gate. If you know you're going to get a hundred thousand people coming to an event, that means you that means you you're if you do it at Wembley Stadium, you can only put like thirty thousand people in there, even well let's say let's say a maximum forty thousand people even. Okay, so um, as a promoter, that doesn't really uh, compute and make sense. But on the other side of it, okay. Um, you this is how you this is how you would have to look at it okay you you you, you didn't make 500 million okay and you made 300 300 million sergio okay so that, that that is what the promoters are going to look at okay because i mean 300 million is still a pretty number even if um if uh, uh joshua and and fury split 100 million or got a hundred paid a hundred million each, even right, okay, and the promoters walked away with a hundred million uh, okay, right then I mean is that that's not a bad day at the office, okay, right, but what they're trying to do is is basically you know maximize the the potential of the fight, the earning power, and Unfortunately, with the pandemic, my personal opinion on this i don't think it's going to happen because it's just, you know, uh, too dangerous. You see, the the other thing as well, Sergio, in the UK, you can do a promotion for the fight, you can get it up and running, and get, let's say, two weeks or three weeks before the fight actually takes place, then the lockdown comes in, okay, right, and the whole fight goes up in smoke, you know what I mean? So, so the, the, the UK is, in my opinion, a very dangerous place at the moment to stage anything, okay? Um, I personally believe that that fight will either go uh, take place in Las Vegas or in Saudi in Saudi Arabia. That's those those are my two. It's got to be words, Saudi Arabia. Gut, yeah, yeah. yeah. But my, but my, those are my two gut feelings, Sergio. My two gut feelings.
0: Of, I I of, can of, see Mike. I can see the Saudis putting up like two hundred, three hundred million dollars up front to to bring the fight yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I can see yeah, it. Yeah, you know. So, but Mike, yeah. I mean, so yeah. so what is that from like a historical perspective and all that? The biggest, am I wrong? The biggest fight in 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 British boxing history would take place in Saudi Arabia. I mean, ha ha! It, it just it. I know that we're in a situation where that's probably what's going to happen, but I mean, how long do you wait if you're if you're Matchroom and and um, and and uh, Warren? Like, how long do you wait to see if you can make it there? Yeah, you can't you wait, can.
1: Sergio. You can't wait. You can't wait because you this this fight already should have taken place. Okay, it's had a year and it hasn't taken. it should have, forget about Wilder and all this. If they would have threw, thrown Wilder, you know, a few dollars, he would have stood. He would have stood aside for that. Okay, the fight should have already taken place and it hasn't. Um, these guys are getting a year older. Okay, they're both coming into their prime okay, but, you know, it's got to take place this year, they're, they're, it can't go into 2022, it's not, otherwise it will never happen, okay, right, it will never happen, okay, so, so, you know, um, they can fight, even if it's not for undisputed, but it's not the same, is it, okay, for them to, for them, it, now is the time for them to fight, so they've got all the belts, all the marbles, two British fighters, both undefeated, never been done before, okay, um, if you can't do it in the UK you're going to do it where you can do it which is those two locations I think I I would not disclose uh, Las Vegas Sergio at the uh, at, at the the football stadium there either okay because you know Aram Arum will make sure that you know he gets a live gate in there but it's all down to the money as well so I I, I think the money's there on either side of the Atlantic I just think that you know um, unfortunately, the UK is uh, is a is a no go area, you know, and uh, um, they've got to do the fight. They have to do it. They have to do it, you know. And that's all. The, that's all there is to it, you know. And, and they, if they if if they wait if they wait any longer, and then either one of them takes a fight, okay, and either one of them should drop a loss, you know, it will it will never have the same impact. The fight, you know. So, and, and, you know, Josh was. Josh was very vulnerable to take a loss anyway. Sergio as well, you know. So, um, you
0: know, yeah. Ask ask Andy Reese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So exactly, hey Mike. Exactly. Yeah, you, you know, I do. Um, you're right. As far as they call it, the Death Star is what they call the football stadium yeah. in Las Vegas, and yeah. that that is yeah. that has a capability of a of a hundred thousand. You know, so yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's possible. I just like. Somebody's going to have to put up a lot of money to overcome the gate because the gate is... I mean, how much is the gate worth, Mike? Like, give me an estimation. How much is... Well, like, uh,
1: well I mean, I mean, you know, uh, how long is a piece of string, Sergio? I mean, 100,000 people, you know, the biggest fight in... Uh, well, one of the biggest fights in boxing history with two British guys... Taking place. I mean, you could get ringside seats going for fifty grand, a hundred grand. You know what I mean? Something along those yeah. lines. Okay, and I and I'm telling you, once those seats would have gone out on on the on the internet. Okay, right? Because uh, uh, you know, a promoters hold back a certain amount of tickets. Give them, give them to uh, the internet uh, sale providers. Okay, and on the black market, Sergio, the sky's the limit for something like that. Yeah, and you know, people got have do have the money. Believe it or not, to pay for those kinds of prices, okay? So, I mean, you could be looking at 15, uh, fifteen, twenty million. I don't know, Sergio. I mean, I mean, it's uh, all those tickets are going to be like gold dust, especially with especially with the um, with the demographic of, of the, the pandemic in place now. People are going to be, you know, uh, fighting to get tickets like that. You know what I mean? You know. Uh, even the yeah. cheap tickets, even the cheap tickets, you you, are not going to get a ticket for a, tic- a cheap ticket for fifty bucks. I can tell you that much. That ain't going to happen. So if you get, <laughs> if you get, yeah, yeah. So so if you get if you get thirty to forty thousand people, the promoters are going to make make sure that they are all all like prime prime ticket seats. Okay, so. You're going to be paying a lot of money. I, I, I personally believe you could be looking at the cheapest ticket going for a thousand bucks. You know, you know what I mean. Something along those yeah. lines. And, no, and, I get it. And, yeah. And, and 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 they'll get that money. They will. They will get it. Okay, Serge. They will definitely get it. Maybe more. Maybe more. You know, the cheapest tickets. But you know, you could be so you, looking. Uh, I don't know if, if if that if that was if that was a sold out arena. Okay. A hundred thousand seats. Okay, you could be looking. What's the, what's the biggest gate that that um, that has um, well, been done in Vegas so far? I think. Uh, I, I think it
0: was. I think I think it was ten million. Was it ten or twelve million? I believe. Yeah. No. I. I think one. I think they hit around seventeen once. I, I'm. I'm 17. betting like. Yeah. I, I think that this fight could do about thirty 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 million you know, I think yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, right, that, yeah. that 's a ballpark number give or take uh, a little bit could go it could go forty it, it all depends yeah. you know how people are going to be scrambling for the for the for the tickets and the ringside seats Sergio. they're, they're going to be t- t- i 'm telling you the ringside seats is going to you 're going to be absolutely shocked to see how much people yeah. get paid out I mean, you 're talking about you, you'll be talking about the whole of the sports um Uh, industry on every sport will show up for that fight. You know what I mean? Well, and actors,
0: you're looking at actors and all kinds of stuff. Oh, everybody, everybody. 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 Mike, here's the big, the bigger question to me. So, this fight's like the biggest fight and all that. Considering the guys participating, right? Fury and Joshua. Just like, briefly, can this fight live up to like a classic you know battle between two guys um like no no no, that's yeah that's what i was gonna tell you i don't think it can you know so i am i am i crazy to think that tyson fury i don't see this fight being a very hard fight for tyson fury i think early you know the first few rounds it might be a little difficult but i think fury will impose himself i don't see this as a hard fight for him do you disagree with that mike I, I, it's a complete mismatch, Sergio.
1: Trust me when I tell you, he he's going to expose Josh Anthony Joshua for the level of fighter that he is. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you can only you can only uh, beat and fight the people that they put in front of you, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 you know, he considers one of his one of his finest finest wins was Charles Charles Martin. Now, why anybody, anyone in their right mind would say that is just ludicrous to me, okay, right? So, um, um, he hasn't boxed anybody, okay, that posed a danger to him with the exception of Andy Ruiz, okay, and you saw what happened in both of those fights. The first one, Andy Ruiz destroyed him. And the second one, Andy Ruiz beat himself. Okay? It wasn't Joshua that beat him. It was Andy Ruiz that beat himself. They keep going on about comparing the way that Joshua beat Klitschko and the way that jo- that uh, Fury beat Klitschko. Okay? Well, Joshua had a life and death battle with Klitschko and Klitschko could have won that fight at any given moment in time. But as we know, Klitschko went went into his shell in stages of the fight, and that's what lost him the fight. And Tyson Fury clearly, clearly, outmaneuvered him, outboxed him, and gave him gave him a, a beating. That was really the bottom line. Okay. Now everybody tries to, you know, um, discriminate Tyson Fury's win. Now, it was boring. It was a horrible fight. It was this. It was that, and so forth. But he clearly beat Klitschko and it wasn't a life and death situation was it and he beat Klitschko which Klitschko was two or three years younger than when Joshua uh, uh, fought him okay and um, Klitschko gave Joshua a great run for his money didn't he at at the bottom line dropped him he had him in trouble on several occasions okay and um, and Joshua came surged back but that was to some degree, uh, a lucky shot that he caught Klitschko with, because Klitschko was starting to lose his confidence, wasn't he, Sergio? As Klitschko does, you know what I mean? You know, so, yep. so you can't, you 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 can't put Joshua in the same league as Tyson Fury, because if you put Joshua in with with uh, uh, Deontay Wilder, okay. And he and he, and he's able to clip Joshua on the chin the way that he clipped Fury. Okay, right? Joshua won't get up from that, Sergio. There was no way he would get up from that. Okay, no way. No, no I get it. Okay, I get so it. so when they so when they say who's the better fighter, you got to you got to look look and see who is able to adapt in the fight. Okay. You've got, you've got two mindsets. You've got Tyson Fury, who lost, you know, 300 pounds and came back and, you know, and, and did what he did with Deontay Wilder, okay? And by the way, I thought he won the fight, the first fight, but then again, I'm I'm, I'm probably biased because, you know, I'm, I'm really a, a massive Tyson Fury fan, okay? Massive, massive to the point of no return, okay? But I thought he won the first fight, even though... Uh, he got knocked down twice, okay, and you know, in the last knockdown, he got up, came back, and I thought he won that round as well. More to be honest with you, Sergio, okay. Even, even though it was a ten-eight round. Now, now, um, uh, what? Look at the how he adapted to, in the rematch, came back, redeveloped himself, okay. And walk through walk through walk through um um a Deontay Wilder. And by the way, even though I am a Tyson Fury fan, Tyson looked a bit sloppy in that fight. You you mean you've discussed that. He wasn't a hundred percent sharp like he should have been, okay, right? Because he was just carrying a little bit too much weight, okay, right? He should it should have been about I would say fifteen pounds or ten pounds lighter and he would have knocked the wild out earlier than that, okay, right? But nonetheless, you can't take it away from him, okay? He 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 did something that nobody else has done, and destroyed it. He destroyed the guy. Now, look at the difference in the adapt, adaption adaptation, uh, the way both both two these two the difference in the fighters that these two there's two the the way that they adapt, okay? The beating that Ruiz put on on Joshua the first time was was really a severe beating. The second fight, okay, when Joshua redeveloped himself, he was fighting very apprehensively. He wasn't confident. He wasn't coming back, you know, um, how shall I say it to you, uh, and wanting revenge and, and, to, and to, to dismantle this guy, okay? Because after, after he saw that Ruiz wasn't able to pull the trigger in anything because he was just you know, too heavy or whatever Ruiz was, he could have actually stepped it up okay, and stepped in with the shots and really done some damage to Ruiz. Okay? He chose not to do that because he wasn't confident. And, he's, and that's the problem with, with Joshua. He's slow, he's cumbersome, and he's got no confidence. Now, look at what he did against Pulev okay, everybody's ranting and raving, you know, he's going to be a legend, he's got a legacy, so that wasn't a, a good performance, Sergio, that was against a 40-year-old guy that's been inactive, had no, yeah, we we, we did this on another podcast, two left feet, okay, was uh, wanting to, you know, turn his back, wanted to run out the ring, okay, right, and then the confidence level, again, kicked in, because you should have had him out of there in three or four rounds, and it went you know an extra three or four hours didn't it which which he shouldn't have done that, and that's all to do with the confidence level and and the guy's level uh, the guy's ability he's 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 level to he's to make himself be able to adapt and step it up and pull that and bite down and get into that next gear Sergio you know what i mean it, it, yeah the, the guy doesn't the, the guy doesn't have it whereas fury he does have it okay. And he's shown against Waleen, against um, Wilder, um, and in several fights, you know, Derek Chisora. When he boxed Derek Chisora twice, okay, you know, and, and, you know, you know, that was Derek Chisora when Derek Chisora was, you know, six years younger, seven years younger in that fight, okay, right? So that was a that was a hard Chir- Derek Chisora back in the day, right? When Frank Warren had him, okay, so yeah, so you know, um, you. you i don't see this development over a period of fights or years that's taken place for joshua and i don't understand, i don't understand how these uh blindfolded people can can not see the greatness in fury and what he's done which is the greatest comeback in boxing history to take out the most fearsome puncher or one of them most fearsome punches in boxing history, okay, and to fight a guy now in Joshua that is not even in his league. It's a complete mismatch, Sergio. Now, that sounds yeah. very biased because I, that sounds very biased coming from me because I am a Tyson Fury, you know, fan, supporter. I love the guy. I think he's great for boxing. I think he's got all the right things that boxing needs, okay, right? But that's not what, I'm saying I'm 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 saying it on a professional basis, okay? Anthony Joshua is not in Tyson Fury's league, okay? Because he has not got the natural ability, or the confidence, or the desire, yeah. okay, that Fury has to get up off the canvas, okay, after taking a sledgehammer shot like he took, and because let's face it, Sergio. I think that Fury was out for about three, four seconds, you know what I mean? Completely out, you know? And no, yeah,
0: Mike, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and he just kind of like, you know, got he, somebody like slapped him around down there where everyone just got up. Okay? I don't think, yeah. I don't believe that Joshua could have done that. I, I, I don't believe it. I, I think he would have been out. I think he would have been out like Dillian White. That's what I think, okay, would have happened to Joshua. Yeah. Like, when, when yeah, perfecting, like, when perfecting clipped Liam White, that's what I think would have happened. exactly the same thing would have happened to Joshua if uh, Wilder clips him, okay? I don't think Joshua can beat Wilder. to be honest with you, Sergio. Even, no, even no. a damaged Wilder,
0: you know? No, I know, Mike. And like I said, that's why to me... I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed in the fight itself because I don't think this is going to be a a classic matchup. But we'll see, Mike. Complete mismatch. Complete mismatch. Fury will just steamroll this guy.
1: He he can he'll 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 push the fight forward. He'll take it. He'll go on the back foot. He'll he'll tie this guy up. He'll frustrate this guy. This this guy, yeah. is Joshua. The problem with him, okay, because of his lack of confidence and lack of boxing ability, is that he's a robotic guy. He runs out of ideas, okay. He can't adapt. He doesn't know how to make an adapt to the fight. He's a he's a program guy. Whereas look at Fury, Sergio Fury. will adapt because he's. He's been boxing since he came out of his mother's. You know what? You know what I mean, sir. You know. So at the end yeah, of the day, yeah. at the end of the day, you're you're, you're, born with, you're born with certain instincts. that those certain instincts, okay, are channeled and streamlined and developed into what you what you see Tyson Fury is today. Okay, right. And there, are, yeah. I I I personally believe. That fight is not going past five rounds, okay? Yeah. I think I think Fury's going to steamroller this guy. I
0: really do, you know. No, I agree with you, Mike. I, and we're we're going to get to see it because I think the fight's going to be made. So, but anyway, oh, it's Mike, made. yeah, yeah, it's got to be made. There's too much money on the table, so we'll see how it turns out. But I'm with yeah. you. I think it's not going to be yeah, a yeah, fight. But, so. Yeah, but 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 let let me just touch on one more thing. Okay, right. Um, to be honest with you, Sergio, with
1: the magnitude of this fight and the pay-per-view numbers that it will do worldwide, okay, um, whether they do a live gate or not, okay, the, the fight is still going to make tremendous amount of money because they'll make up the, um, the loss of the gate or loss of part of the gate, let's put it that way, okay, uh, with mega, mega sponsorship deals that are going to come in. Okay, I'm telling you that now. Mega sponsorship yeah. deals. No, I agree. And and, and th- this fight is
0: going to be probably one of the most lucrative fights in the history of boxing. I'm telling you that now. I'm telling you. No, I agree, Mike. Yeah. So that's why I said it's going to be made, and we're going to see. And I agree with you. It's going to be a mismatch. But on that, Mike, we're going to close it off here. Okay. So um, it's another edition. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Once again, as you know, we give you all the information from all kinds of angles with actual experience here on Combat Planet. So continue tuning in. We'll continue to get better for you. And on that note, for Mike Michael, I'm Sergio Martinez, and thanks for listening to another edition of Combat Planet.